Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast. And today I have Nick Parrott on from Sumo Media. Is I say your name right? Nick Parrott, but I do get Parrott more times than not, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Nick Parrott, um, yeah. he is a commercial roofing and marketing and sales badass. And it's more of the system that his company has come up with here to help uh, create these opportunities, get more leads for commercial construction companies, commercial roofing companies. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, but we're really going to go through this gap that there is in this market around people that want to be in commercial roofing that don't know how to really scale that. They, maybe they have a background in retail or they they got a, you know, a lot of referrals, but they don't know how to make that leap from a referral-driven, relationship-driven thing, which is a beautiful thing, but to that next level where you really have to have multiple lead sources. And so we're going to talk about how to do that with email and texting. And uh, mm-hmm. Nick, what do you think is, besides just this topic, before yeah. we get into this, what do you think are some of the problems that commercial roofing companies or people that are trying to get into commercial roofing are struggling with right now. What do you see out there? It sounds like you think that they're not as tech oriented or optim- optimized for the modern day as they could be. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, Tim, thank you so much for, for having me on the podcast. I really appreciate the invite. You know, the, there is probably two other agencies that we we really follow, right? Me and my team, when we're looking at people who are in the contracting world. And it's really, you know, you guys at Hook, Hook Agency and, and WebRunner. I see you guys. And, and oh, yeah, WebRunner is awesome. The content that you guys put out, uh, the way that you guys brand yourselves, you know, you guys' brand and uh, your approach with everything is, has been great. I mean, anybody that we've talked to that has worked with you guys is nothing but good things to say. So it is uh, an honor to be here. Um, for, for, for me, you know, the biggest thing that I think in terms of problem, you know, people who contractors just in general, I would say, is um, maybe their unwillingness or, or their lack of knowledge in terms of the impact that technology can have on their business, right? I mean, if you look at technology, you can streamline your business operations. It can build an online presence that completely change um, the way that people look at, at your brand and your company. I mean, if you if you think about it, and I know you guys are great with websites and stuff like that. If you, if you really think about it, I mean, the website is the perception of value that you have to offer your customer. So it doesn't matter what what you're doing on, on the sales or marketing side of things. If people, you know, are, have it down to two options, right? Roofer A and Roofer B. Roofer A has, you know, 3.9 rating and a slow on-to-date website. And the Roofer B's got 5.0 stars and a slick modern website that says who they are, what they do, what their unique selling proposition is, all that stuff you know, social proof that shows how great they are because their customers are saying it, not them. And they have all that stuff. Who are you going to go with? Right. I mean, even if you're a small company now, you can completely change the way that people look at you based off the way you, you present yourself online. It's unbelievable. It's crazy to me too, just to riff on that for a second before we move on. It's crazy to me. Some people think they can just throw money at a problem let's mm-hmm. say marketing or let's say Facebook ads or Google ads, they're just throwing money at them, but they're not getting the fundamentals down. And I think the fundamentals are what you're talking about. 
really good reviews, making sure your customer service is on point, a sleek modern website that shows social proof and it looks modern, good follow-up. Let's say if you submit yeah. a contact form, there's some automation there, there's some follow-up. And then also your messaging and your branding. And that's something that I've had a hard time basically scaling out to our clients. The yeah. ideal scenario, you look at the best roofers in the that you can find, the modern ones, the ones that are getting acquired, the ones that are, you know, it's easy to sell that business when it's got really good positioning, it's got a good brand, it's got a good name, and it's got a good reputation. And I see the people that are doing that well, they they know how to brand themselves. And branding mm-hmm. seems soft and fluffy, but it's so real because I think it just comes down to what are you doing for your ideal customer and, and how can you present it? It's oriented towards them and it's concise and you're consistent with it. So yeah. let's, I, I like to come up with three kind of key bullet points about why that customer should choose us and why they're smart to do so. And then basically be consistent with your messaging. So yeah. That's just another component. You can't just throw money at that. You actually mm-hmm. have to do some of that. Like as a CEO of a roofing company or a lead sales or marketing professional in a, in a roofing company, you actually have to do that work. And it probably requires more than one person on the leadership team to like get it by in and actually come up with this stuff and solidify it. Mm-hmm. Um, but 100%. that's kind of that's that's that like deep strategy stuff that it's really hard to do as an outside company for you. So I can't even sell that. I can't sell yeah. that because it's, mm-hmm. it's like soul work, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we come to tactics. To me, the website, the the Facebook ads, at the Google ads, the tactics are going to work a lot better if your brand and everything kind of is consistent and you have messaging that supports what you're saying. Basically like that you're a high end that you know what you're doing. Um, I see basically the same roofing website over and over again. And it's just really, it's basically, it's generic Cheerios. We talked about that with regards to other marketing, um, roofing marketing companies. We won't name names, but they always have roofing in the name. And they, it's basically generic Cheerios. Let's just rip on them. Mm. Let's just spend 10 minutes ripping on those companies. No, I was just kidding. Um, don't choose generic Cheerios, choose the real deal, man. Choose the real mm-hmm. deal because they're fresher for some reason. Yeah. And in people Just who, like who believe, yes, let's go. Right. Or yeah. Tim over here. Um, but no, you know, and the thing for that I've noticed is, is when you get, a, a you know, a CEO or a business owner or whoever's involved, that's higher up in the roofing company to that buys in to the, the marketing vision, the whole the whole process of branding the company and stuff like that, that's where the magic happens. The clients that you work with for a long period of time are always the people who believe in the marketing efforts and you're not constantly having to sell them on what's going on there. I think it kind of comes down before we get into the main thing. And I know that we're, we're, we're leading up to it. We're going to talk tactics in a second, but Mm -hmm. a couple more points on strategy. You can't just hire a marketing manager or a marketing director that's going to care as much as you do. And it, even if you do hire one of those people, let's say before hiring Suma Media or Hook Agency or both, yeah, ideally. Mm-hmm. Boom. Uh, there we wait, go, wait. both. Uh, but before 
you do that, know that you are going to have to be there with them and help. It kind of seems like it's annoying because I got to hire this marketing manager and I got to be on board and I have to help them get where they need to go. Well, isn't that the truth with every type of employee? You think you can just hire a sales manager or a salesperson and just walk away forever? If yeah. You have an, an amazing sales manager that like is brilliant, maybe, but like ultimately everyone in your company is going to, is going to benefit from contact and, mm -hmm. and strategy with you, a brilliant owner. You, mm -hmm. It usually comes mm -hmm. down to a little bit of like, no offense. We're all trying to get out of the day to day. We're all trying to automate and all these, but you can be a little bit more involved in this marketing hire and with the day to day on the marketing and you spend some time with them, it's going to be better. So that's to me, the strategy thing. You can't just phone this in and let it go. You have to be involved. And, and that doesn't mean just coming in once a month and getting angry at your marketing manager. Yeah. That yeah. means buying in with them, helping them make good decisions and being on board. So one of those yeah. good decisions is to involve email and texting in your campaigns, especially if you're going after commercial projects. So Hallelujah. Nick, I, talk to me about how you do that. If you were just talk, if you were just going after one building and you had the mm -hmm. email and the texts, mm -hmm. uh, the phone to text, how would you do that? Absolutely. So the, the biggest thing first is, is you need data. Right. And, and so I think a lot of roofing companies aren't providing the, the best resources to make sure that their salespeople are successful and doing what they do best was is having conversations with prospects and closing deals. Right. You want to have your salespeople have as much time in front of prospects as possible. So any resources or tools that you can give them to expedite that process, the better. Right. And so. I came from a sales background. My business partner came from a sales background. I love sales, but for me, I always hated the dirty work of sales. All I want to do is get in front of prospects and close deals, right? So that starts by making sure that you equip your salespeople with good data, right? And so you need to make sure that if you're going into the commercial roofing space, that you're equipping your salespeople with the right data. So you could use play, um, databases like Reonomy, you could use CoStar, you could use Prospect Now, US Marketing Group, whatever it might be, right? Find the tool that fits your guys' needs the best. Personally, I think that CoStar is the best, right? Now, what's so great about CoStar is you can see exactly how many commercial properties are in your service area. So basically you're gonna go in there, you're gonna filter it out by service area, Right, and you're like, perfect. This is how many buildings are, are out here. And this chances are, if you're in a big market, there's probably gonna be thousands, right? So then you can just kind of narrow it down even more by square footage, um, the roof types that you wanna work with, right? You could do HOA or you could do flat roofs, whatever it might be, right? And then sort it from there. And if you're just a single individual, chances are you're probably gonna wanna start out with like a list of maybe a hundred. Right. So what I would do is I would narrow it down to probably the hundred hit lists on that co-star platform or Reonomy or whatever you use. Right. Get my hundred hit list. Right. And then from there, I'm probably going to take the phone, like the, the true property owner. I'm going to take the property manager and I'm going to get their phone number, their email address and put that right next to the, the address of the building. 
right? And then also the square footage of the building, right? That's gonna be step one, is making my list of prospects to go after. Now, if I'm a salesperson, what's so great is I can do whatever I want with this list now. I can do email campaigns, I can do text messages, I can do phone calls, whatever it might be. Right? What would your, if you just had one to go after, let's just say the ideal scenario, one person. One person? Yeah. Talk to me about what you would do if you're just, if you were that sales guy. If I was that sales guy, I'd, I'd make my list, right? Because the thing is, is if I went one by one, it's going to take me a lot. I, I want to do step by step. So I'm going to make my list, right? I would do a hundred. I'll do my top hundred hit list and I'd have that hit list. And then from there, I, what I would do is I would start hitting them on, on three different platforms. I would start hitting them with emails, right? And so the biggest thing with the emails is you do want to make sure that you kind of break it into like four parts, right? So the, the first part is going to be the subject line, right? So you need to make sure that the person's actually opening up the email. So it's a good idea if you're doing email campaigns as an individual sales rep, just to keep an eye out on your open rate, because that's going to be, a, if it's bad or if it's good, it's all going to be based off of the subject line. And you don't have to be anything crazy. Like you can do question for name of the property owner or question for uh, the address of the property, whatever it might be, right? That's just this quick, simple subject line. Chances are you're going to have a high open rate with something simple like that. You can play around with that, but your open rates can be identified by the subject line, right? And then from there, we always like to include some kind of personalization. So think about it this way. There's probably a lot of different roofers if you're in a competitive market reaching out to these people on a regular basis and they're getting emails they're getting all this kind of stuff you know, whatever it might be you need to stand out some way so give them kind of some kind of personalization so if the, the property only studied abroad maybe they they have a nonprofit, whatever it might be find something that this person actually cares about and include that as the first point of your email so rather than you pitching them immediately Talk about something unique about that individual that really. So you could go on like social and find that you're saying maybe. Exactly. Go like, so we're hitting LinkedIn, we're hitting LinkedIn, we're Googling their name, all that kind of stuff, trying to find something unique about that individual that they actually care about. Cause I don't know if you've ever got a personalized email from someone's trying to sell you something, but it definitely goes like a long way in comparison to just a generic email. It's like, oh, yeah. this person actually probably spent a little bit of time of researching me. Um, maybe I'll give you know, give them a little bit of my time to yeah. hear about what they have to say, yeah. right? Um, and then after there, obviously there needs to be some kind of angle, right? So there needs to be some kind of, uh, of thing that you think you can help them with. So usually what you would do is include some kind of case study saying, hey, We've worked with a property owner who's, you know, very similar to you. We help them save 20% on their monthly energy bill, whatever it might be, right? Whatever your approach is, pitch that and then say that you can do something similar to them. And then the last point is going to be a simple CTA call to action, asking for a phone call, right? And, and it's really that, that simple. That's it. The breakdown of the email approach there. Um, but the biggest thing too, when you, whenever you're, you're going after a commercial property owner never go in with a replacement mindset if you go in with a replacement mindset you know what's going on in that person's mind they're thinking about hundreds of thousands of dollars that they're going to have to spend on a commercial mm. replacement now yeah. you're like if i if i got that email why would i even think about that so yeah. always always think of it this way on commercial 
right? And I'm stealing this from, you know, we've had guys on the Starfield Growth Show commercial. We have Jonathan Sherwood, Paul Reed, all these guys, right? They know what they're doing. I just, I just suck in their information. And then from there, I use it in, in my marketing stuff, right? It's repair, maintain, replace repair yeah. maintain replace right i've had some guys you know, randy brothers who's on uh, who does the start build grow show with me he's i, I called him i was talking i was like you know what, what percent do you think a commercial you know building uh buildings could probably use a little bit of repair he's like probably 90 percent. you know what i mean yeah. you know they don't need a big replacement but that little repair can get you on the roof you can yep. show that you execute, that you show up on time, that you have good communication, that you you know you actually do what you promised, right? Deliver on those promises, and then yep. you sell yourself, right? You sell yourself, yep. right? Hey, I, I am a great person. We have a great company. We stand behind our product and our service, right? And you like us. That's your mm -hmm. opportunity. So then, when they do need that replacement, who do you think they're going to call? They're going to yep. call you, right? Totally. So that's totally. one approach on the, on the email, but honestly, text messaging, it, it's, it's crazy. You know what I mean? I, I'll, I'll be straight with you. I used to do cold calls. I, I did like 150 cold calls a day. I'm not a big fan. You said that uh, like you were embarrassed. Dude, it's no. rough though, man. That's through no, the ringer though, dude. I get that it's rough, but we're talking to people that understand how hard that is on oh, this yeah. podcast. And I will say, I have also done some of that. I have not <laughs> 150 a day for however long you did. How long did you do that for? I lasted nine months, man. I lasted nine months. It was bro. All I was going to say is a great experience. Oh, and yeah. Also, I learned something from that. The leading with value really quick. The, mm -hmm. the vibe of like being able to be very quick and like ultimately what, you know, there's a lot of principles that you learn from that. So I think you're probably a better person for it. I will say. Oh, that. I'm definitely a better person. And, and I left that and I started Suma Media because I was like, man, I can't do this anymore. But it was the best experience possible. Pretty much what would happen is we utilized Salesforce. We were selling to any kind of small business. I was on a dialer. So pretty much I'd be on the phone, I'd hang up, it would automatically ring. They'd say hello, then my lead would pop up on Salesforce. It could be a contractor, it could be a barber, it could be a pet groomer. You have no idea, right? They say hello, you click on the website and then you try to figure out your pitch like that. So if you're talking about sales practice and trying yeah. to hook people, right? Yeah. That was great practice right there. I mean, probably literally I can't, I, I bet those reps probably made you very strong. And that's what oh, I yeah. thought say, like, I get it's really hard shit. And honestly, no one, none of us want to do that forever. Like door knocking too. I mean, it's door knocking, super man. I don't know Dude. if I want to do that for the rest of my life. It does seem like people get out of it kind of quick once they yeah, can. <laughs> but, I, but I will say like you learned probably a ton whenever you do that stuff. I mean, it's just crazy. So I mean, when you see these people, you know, and I've had a few of them on the show, you see them in roofing groups, all this stuff like that, that are really experts at door knocking and have made tons and tons of money. Just their like emotional stability is so impressive because it's such yeah. a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> the entire experience, you could get like yeah. your door, the door could get shut on you 10 yeah. straight times. You know, I've seen people bring out like a gun or like threaten people, punch people, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then to yeah, still close like, a few million or whatever it might be in roofs is just like yeah. incredible, unbelievable. I don't think I couldn't do it. That's all I'm saying. I do respect the shit out of people that are capable of that though. Yes. And oh, they're yeah. robust 
robust, strong. <laughs> yeah. Their, their mental fortitude is pretty impressive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I like to I like to say testicular fortitude. <laughs> it feels it feels right for that. It does scenario. feel right. It does feel right. Um, so that being said, let's wrap that up. We got the text messaging. You're kind of, mm-hmm. and I do this on our sales too. Like, and and you know, even though. I don't necessarily know that I have to do that. I, I do it because it's good, good reps. I put them in, I go on social, yep. I, I switch to texts and then you've got, basically I do the touches a little bit on, on social and, and text back and forth. Sometimes call um, different platforms too on social. If you're, you know, and interacting with them, I'm just saying this is an option for you. Um, yeah. If you're doing this manually, there's a, an option to get in there, like, uh, like their shit connect with them, be nice, um, be low and slow. Now, what is the contents? You know, you, you, you kind of talk about, you talked about this a little bit. So you're going in with the repair mindset. I really appreciate that. That's super smart. Yeah. Is there anything else you can share about like the text content of those messages that you believe are the most effective? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this one, we, we break it into four parts again, right? And it's nothing too crazy. And so we start out with just an intro. So, hi, my name is, you know, Nick Pratt with Suma, Suma Roofing or whatever it might be, right? And then uh, the next step is just identifying some kind of common problem that they might have. So, you know, we'll use this lingo a lot. According to roofing uh, industry experts, your roof is 10% of the cost of the building, but 90% of the problems down the road, right? And then if there's weather going on, we'll say something like, and that is only multiplied with the snow and cold or the hail that we recently had, right? Mm. Uh, the blue is going to be, so the next point, obviously you can't see my, my screen, but. And now, uh, now I'm hearing like, I, I kind of already know there's a problem. So I'm just like, oh gosh. Oh I yeah. Oh, there's a weak spot, you know? Is that, exactly. Like, so you're digging into the problem. You're, you're, and I've, I've been reading up on copy too. It's about leaving a brain tickle. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like a, a brain itch no it's a brain itch that's way yeah. better <laughs> yeah what book was that i saw that you were reading some kind of book i see you got the whole bookshelf yeah. back there what book was yeah. it that you're reading in copywriting do you do you remember what it was yeah it's a web copy that sells web copy that sells it's very good but basically it talks a lot about brain itch and it's mm-hmm. about like leaving something incomplete so they have to you know like on the subject line in particular leaving something incomplete so they have to see and I think yeah. that you're kind of doing that with the address or the business name exactly. in, the, in the subject too. Like I kind of got to know what that is. Right. You know? Like quick question for the, the address of my property. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah. So as, as long as you can get that brain itch going, I think, yeah. like you said, like if you're leading with problem. So I'm just, I'm just also just restating the principles of what you're saying. A hundred percent. No, and I appreciate that. Right. And then the, the last part is just usually, you know, saying something about, Hey, I'd love to provide a free, no contact, no application inspection to make sure your roof did not have any damage with the recent weather. Right. Do you have any time this week? Nothing too crazy. Right. And, yep. and we, we've noticed too. It's a in- personal email. It doesn't, there's nothing on this that looks like a, like a, MailChimp newsletter or anything. Exactly. This is like a very simple personal email. It feels one to one, and you guys are able to do this at scale. Is that correct? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Which which has been pretty great. I mean, on the on the commercial side of things, you know, 
it's kind of a different ball game. I, I think that there's just so many property owners that are, you know, outreach to on a regular basis that you really have to have a really significant strategy to, to find success in the commercial space. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and so for us, we're able to, you know, build out a big list of contacts to go after. Right. We're able to have somebody on our team write all the personalized emails for them. Right. We're have someone send all the text messages for you. Right. And we've, yeah. we've seen a lot of great success. It's been pretty exciting because, like I said, on the commercial side, it's kind of a different ball game. So people know we're, we, we gave a little bit of a taste of what you can do and should do as an individual trying to get into this. Sometimes it's an individual sales rep. They don't have necessarily they're not necessarily equipped by the owner of the company, but they really know that this is where they're going to make big bank. So they mm. take shots and the, there's ways to take shots. So take those shots, try yeah. it on your own. And then maybe you start to see a little bit of success and you can talk to Suma Media about um, doing it at scale. Mm -hmm. And know, I'm a, we're just talking to Suma Media right now. Yeah, just get just hit us up, hit us up, right? But no, but in all honesty though, if, if I'm a salesperson, I am only gonna work for a company that is gonna give me the resources to be successful. And so if yeah. you're looking at the outreach programs that we're running, every time the companies who have a good website and have good Google reviews have a way better conversion rate. Because what do you think is happening? When we're outreaching yeah. to these people and asking them for an opportunity to go on their property, on their roof, right? Yeah. They're going online, they're researching your company, they're looking at the reviews, and they're looking at your website. Yep, exactly. So when you when you it doesn't matter what you're doing, it doesn't matter if you're doing door knocking, if you're doing Google ads, if you're doing SEO, if you're doing outreach programs, anything on the sales and marketing side of things, the Google reviews and the website, that's that's the deal closer right there. The game, right. Yeah. So, so what yeah. I don't understand is when people spend tons and tons of money on sales and marketing efforts, but they're not willing to spend an extra five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars more than like someone who's cheaper on the website side of things. It just doesn't make sense to me. Go spend a little bit extra money with someone who's really going to take care of you because all the efforts you are, are, are doing are going to come right back to that website. And yep. if you have a really good website, you're going to give her more deals and you're going to have a great ROI on that. Yeah. And it's crazy. Some people can't see the difference between a good and a bad website. Mm -hmm. I could do a whole nother podcast on just that. And actually, oh, you yeah. know what? We should mm -hmm. on yours when mm -hmm. you got the, when you got yours. I'm down. Up. I'm down. Because uh, here's the deal it's not necessarily just about prettiness. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to, maybe this isn't the quite the wrap up, but there is a difference between a good and a bad website. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's a real difference. It really does matter. And it does, to me, it relates to, we have the winning website formula and I, I can't state it enough. So I'm just going to give it real quick. Um, the winning website formula is basically strong visual call to actions throughout the sites. Mm -hmm. testimonials and other trust factors. So like you're talking about the reviews and making sure those are visual on the site, emotionally persuasive images and headlines. You know, to me, that's about making them the hero, not the company, the hero. So making the smart homeowner or the smart property manager or whoever, the hero of the story. And yep. then for an emphasis on search engine optimization throughout the process. That's just the inbound, making sure there's enough content on each page. There's mm -hmm. 
leave in 500 plus words. And then lastly, hey, what's unique about this company compared to others? I think um, I, I like this copywriting principle. Somebody said, what's the only, when I, when I land on this page, what, this, what does this company do that they're the only one that does this? Mm-hmm. So like, look for that word only. We're the only, yep. you know, and, and they, try yeah. to make that only factor bigger on your website where you are the only ones that do this. Um, certainly you, your conversion yeah. rate will go up. And the unique believe, selling proposition. Yeah, exactly. It's your unique selling proposition. And, and the challenge is, first of all, it's hard because a lot of people don't know a good and a bad website. So there really is a difference. That's the key that I'm trying to get across. And then mm-hmm. it's really hard to say what your unique value propositions are if you're so in it that you think it's 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 what everyone else are already said. Quality, customer service, we follow through on every project. I'm asleep. It is pretty tough though, you know, and I, I get where, the, where these guys are coming from, where they, they struggle to figure out what their unique selling proposition, because like no, you're no, saying- It's basically really hard. <laughs> yeah. It's... Between, you I, Nick, between you and I, I yeah. would do something weird and dramatic. If yeah. I was, if I owned a roofing company, and honestly, it would be, it would be painful almost. Like it, I would go for like, like if I was doing residential, I would be like, hundred dollars a nail if you find them in your lawn i would do like yeah yeah I would yeah stuff i would do weird stuff because something that stands all, out yes you have to do something weird mm-hmm. and, grabs attention yes something intense mm-hmm. that grabs attention and and i don't know what that is for you but you have things most companies like every time i go to a company i like kind of dig in and I look around and I ask questions and I see what the value is. There's always something that's kind of weird that they don't mm-hmm. have anywhere on their marketing activities, but they're doing all the time. They're always, they go with the checklist. They have the thing there's something just bring that up to the forefront. Exactly. Take what you put into place to make sure that you have as many five-star reviews as possible that you had to get into place because you had pain last year, five times that was really bad. You had to fix it. You put in this strong, this strong system, show the system, turn it inside out and tell everyone what it is, name it mm-hmm. and tell everybody about it. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's where people start to actually catch the, they get it now, you know? Um, anyways, I ranted, you ranted. <laughs> you, we feel better now. Um, yeah, we feel good. But I, I'm super excited uh, for people to chat with Suma Media about this system. If you want more commercial roofing leads, talk to Nick at Suma Media. Get mm. that uh, that conversation going today. You don't have something as good as what they have on outreach. You're not going to reproduce this internally. You'd be smart to talk to people that were experts at it and to scale this, scale this. If you want to scale this, talk to Nick. Appreciate it. Um, Thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely. Uh, Do you want to throw in, uh, just tell people where they can find you online? Yeah, so if you want, I would honestly add me on Facebook, Nick Perrette. You know, I'm probably most active on my Facebook page. I try to get in all those roofing groups and stuff like that. And then our, our website is Suma, S-U-M-M-A, media.co, C-O. You can get us there as well. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. And the podcast is put on by Hook Agency, Hook Agency all over social, hookagency.com. And thanks for joining me, Nick. Yes, sir. Thank you.